Yeah, that was rough. I'll be honest. Like, I don't know what happened. I was playing a game of Smite, and then my computer just crashed, and then, like, it started back up. You were oh, playing no a game called Smite, or you were smiting yeah. your computer? <laughs> no, no, playing a game called Smite. And then, okay. so, like, the computer turns off, turns back on on its own. So, like, it does a weird restoot, reboot. Monitors don't come back. I'm, like, weird. So I turn it off, wait, like, 10 seconds, turn it back on. Same issue, but then the fan stops working on my processor. So I'm like, this is not good. What is happening here? So it's so then just I, living up to the name. So I then <laughs> disconnect everything and then take the battery out, the little like little battery cell type battery, like right. watch battery, plug, pull it out, put it back in, and then and then that didn't work. And then I pl- the it came back on, got signal, but no fan. So then I replugged the fan into somewhere else, and then the turned on, but then the computer's like, you don't have a fan. I'm like, but I can see it run now. So then I had to click ignore warning. I'm like, no, it's running. I believe this it. is a great intro to our episode, by the way. I just I want to say mm-hmm. this is everything that I wanted and more. See, John, I'm I'm going to give you the intro right here. We know exactly what happened and why you were late to our recording session. Go you on. didn't start writing your f-ing notes until five <laughs> minutes before we were supposed to start. Do you think Roll I the film? I know For you lyrics. don't write notes. And gentlemen, <laughs> on that note, parlay. Parlay. <laughs> this episode of Parlay Radio is brought to you by Cheese It's Hot and Spicy. The same box from 2022. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Parlay? That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. Pittsburgh. <laughs> Great day, and welcome to another wonderful, fun-filled, fact-filled, and full-filling episode of Parlay Radio, the podcast that gives you the objective take of the bands you love and love to hate. Gentlemen, introductions all around. Jay Bain, and I'm a cow! John Coleman, and I don't go moo. Devin Hughes, and I don't know what type of uh, breed of cat she is. A doja. Apparently. They're from the Doja region of Dojaninia. Well, she's actually uh, part Zulu, uh, yes. South Africa. I, I, I found that out reading up on her today. I'm going to be totally transparent. Um, before I introduce our artist today, I didn't listen to anything that she produced. Uh, I chose not to listen to her music today just because I've heard it all on TikTok. Instead, I'm going to say uh, a couple quick things. Um, Chilled Monkey Brains have a new album out called Back to the Mud. It's absolutely amazing. I got to see them, our friends in Bargain Bin Heroes, uh, and two new bands that I had not seen before called Now Leaving Space and Love Kills Joy at Lucy's in Gainesville. They're all fantastic. Great sets by everybody. I suggest you check them all out. And Positive Spin on the Parlay Curse that we mentioned in our chat. We mentioned the band No Doubt during our Paramore episode, and now they are playing Coachella. Yes! Positive curse. Let's do that for 2023. A positive spin on who we mentioned. 2024. Excuse me. I don't know where I am anymore. 2023 sucked. It did. So let's have a positive uh, 2024. But can we take a second to discuss what is going on at the New Orleans Jazz Fest? 
<laughs> you mean the fact that there's like five jazz acts playing? <laughs> Why is the headliner Foo Fighters? I'm not upset that Foo is playing at Jazz Fest New Orleans. I think that's awesome. But why are they the top headliner? No, no, no. They're I... not jazz. You, you, you read the flyer wrong. It's, it's not the Jazz Fest. It's the New Orleans Jazz Fest. And that's what Devin did as soon as he saw the flyer. You are absolutely right. <laughs> also, what is with a 10-day like fest? Also, where is where's your, your camera? You're gone again. Were you were you eating the cheese? It's it, like too quickly, and you just didn't wanna didn't wanna see it or something. What, what's up? It's just turning off and on on its own. Apparently, I mean, eh, it's better to do an episode without having to see John. No, because I actually want to know when he's gonna talk. So I'm not <laughs> talking over him. Try to be polite. Damn, I I'm trying to get that that flyer pulled up because that's just some of the bands that are playing. We've got Foo Fighters, Chris Stapleton, Neil Young, The Killers, <laughs> Anderson Pack, Hozier, <laughs> Queen Latifah, which actually, <laughs> I can see that. Jazz I can see of the Look, others. No, she can do jazz. Yeah. She can sing. So I, I, can, I can see that. But Vampire Weekend, Greta Van Fleet, Widespread Panic, and then Vampire Weekend? Why? Just why? I, I'm right there with the confusion with you, John, but let's not dilly-dally. Oh, let's dally-dally. Uh, I dilly. straight from their website, number third, three, most popular question, is jazz the only music featured at the Jazz Festival? The festival celebrates the indigenous music and culture of New Orleans and Louisiana, so the music encompasses every style associated with the city and the state's blue, R&B, gospel, Cajun, Zydeco, Afro-Caribbean, folk, Latin, rock, rap, country, bluegrass, and everything in between. Okay. And of course, there's lots of jazz. So it's everything but jazz. It, and everything but our artists today. I still want to listen to butt jazz, but here's our artist introduction. Amala Ratna Zandil Dlamini, which I don't think I said her last name correctly, known professionally as her stage name Doja Cat, is an American rapper and singer from Los Angeles, California. Starting off releasing songs on SoundCloud as a teenager, she was signed to RCA Records after catching the attention of Kimasabe Records, a subsidiary of Sony started by producer Dr. Luke. Described by the Wall Street Journal as a quote, skilled technical rapper with a strong melodic sense and a bold visual presence. She is known for creating videos, performances, and absurdist humor that reflects in social media and on stage. Gentlemen, what does Doja Cat mean to you? Huh? Exactly. I, 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 I'm not sorry. the generation. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, she's 10 years younger than us. <laughs> I will say this in doing my due diligence for this episode for all you parlay fans because i'm the one who has to make sure that i hear every single artist and hear every good and bad thing they do i actually have a lot more respect for doja and it's going to come up in controversies as well because everything that i had heard about her before doing this episode was extremely negative a lot of controversies have followed her throughout her entire career and i had a very bad outlook on her until doing this so take that for what you will uh, I would say that she has a very unique upbringing, so she has a very unique uh, 
outlook or flavor of music, if you will. Um, having come from both Zulu South African descent and Jewish heritage in being raised in both LA and New York, brings a very unique style to her music and uh, can't be very... You know, I'll give her that. I mean, you know, some of her songs are really, really good, and I really like them and super catchy. Other ones are very out there. Did you I know she, she was also, during her upbringing, also lived in a uh, Buddhist commune as well in California? Yep. Th- that I did not. That sounds insane, though. I've it is. read that with her bio. It's uh, She's it's lived a crazy-ass life. I, um, I, I'll be honest, and, and yeah, I, I said it previously as we started that i didn't really listen to her stuff it's because i've heard all of it on tiktok about every single song is a soundbite on tiktok which i didn't realize how familiar i was with her uh until i heard all of that i mean i've heard pretty much everything on tiktok as far as sound bites are concerned with doja cat the thing that was very peculiar to me is that when I was actually looking up the information that I'm going to cover, which is my lead-in into the numbers, it's insane. It's insane <laughs> how much she actually has. Just to... I'll, I'll go ahead and start off because I, I really need to read this to you so you understand. Now, album sales is not an insane amount. This is actually pretty normal. Uh, Doja Cat has sold an estimated 34 million albums and singles in the U.S. as lead artist. So that does not tie in anybody that she is on as a featured artist. That's still really surprising in this day and age for a not so much eight-year so career. Only eight years though, and four albums. Um, that's impressive. I uh, yeah, it's still very impressive, but it is I would think an accurate estimate given the amount of streams that she has, which I will get to in a moment. Here is the thing. So in total, four studio albums, one EP, 41 singles, including 17 as a featured artist. She has 27 music videos and nine promotional singles. Did you say 41 singles? Yes. Those are not featured singles. Those are her singles from her album. No, 17 of them are her as a featured artist. So she, it's, uh, what is that? 24. 24 that's by herself. Insane. No. Mean, you're, you're... Here's the insane stuff. That's six or seven an album. Certifications. Oh boy. This is the highest number we have ever had for an artist as far as certifications, at least when I've covered this area. 144 times platinum worldwide. My God. Huh? One hundred forty-four in a less than ten-year career. Twenty-nine times gold, six times silver, and this is clarification. This is not U.S. diamond. This is France diamond, which is over five hundred thousand copies. She is four times diamond in France. Holy hell! Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, yes, okay, it's only five hundred, but still, in France, she sold two million copies yes or at least the equivalent or at least the equivalent of such holy oh my god because it's like a single single or is this like total so it is four separate tracks and or albums that are certified diamond my god that's still holy hell streaming as of today 
which at this recording is January 22nd, 2024, Doja Cat has over 20 billion total streams on Spotify. 16 billion of those are with her as the lead on the song. 3 billion are as a featured artist on the song. She has... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's insane. John died, or at least his camera did. <laughs> that that's why he it, it just the his reaction. The too much, man. Uh, she has an estimated seventy-one point seven million monthly listeners on Spotify. Her top streaming song is "Kiss Me More," featuring SZA, with one point seven billion streams. That it, I color me impressed. I mean, I, 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 obviously, I'm impressed. I'm never gonna hit this number. <laughs> I mean, the 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 weekend is at like what 2.2 billion uh, streams for just Blinding Lights. I think. It, I when we have that episode, that's gonna be fun. Um, that's that's like the highest. That is dangerously close to the highest. And that's, she, if oh I recall correctly, I, I've already closed my my website here. She is the 14th highest streaming artists on spotify and that is total that is total 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 and that's only four albums in and she's just getting started yeah um as far as awards doja cat has been nominated for 285 awards with 108 wins so not bad not bad included in those are one grammy five billboard music awards five american music awards and five mtv video music awards no nickelodeon kids choice unfortunately not even nominated i was very upset well i think she had one nomination but that was it she didn't win but uh, a couple notable wins or at least a couple notable numbers she has been nominated 13 times for bet awards and hasn't won a single one of them uh she has the Breakthrough Fashion Icon Award with Daily Front Row Fashion Media. She has a Guinness World Record for first female rap duo to reach number one in the U.S. singles charts with Nicki Minaj. She has an NAACP Image Award for Outstanding New Artist. And finally, a Webby that she won in 2023 for Best Influencer or Creator Endorsement for her partnership with Taco Bell. Can oh. I add just a little something onto your nominations as well, or your awards? Go for She's it. She's also nominated for three Grammys coming up on February 4th of this year. Yep. Which this episode will be out before then. So, good luck, Doja. I- I'm actually pulling for you now. Get it. We'll, we'll see how it goes it, for you. I wish you the best. It's best, best rap song for attention, best pop solo performance with Paint in the Town Red, and best melodic rap performance with attention. Get it, girl. Awesome. That is all I have for numbers. It was like reading, uh, God, what was her name? Kesha's numbers all over again. Like, I, I already knew it was going to be crazy. I just didn't think it was going to be that big. Yeah, like Taylor Swift's numbers, too. She's close. Yeah, she's very that's... close <laughs> it's it's insane to see how close she is i mean swift is number one as far as streaming and she's 14 that's not that many spots away no it's not and i mean she's continually doja is continu- continually putting out stuff now so yeah i mean she keeps on i mean yeah taylor's gonna keep doing her thing too so we'll see who gets it overall 
the the hundred and forty four times platinum is it that just blew my mind. I I I have no expectations for any artist that has released or become a new artist after two thousand ten to be anywhere near that. I mean that sincerely. Bearing in mind Taylor Swift started in two thousand six. The weekend would be the only one I would say would be close. He's probably gonna be pretty close whenever we get to that. Yeah. Maybe we should I, cover I, him I, next. I think that'd be fun. Eric I Grande have a couple of ideas one. for the next episode. We'll talk right. about that later. All right. All right. John, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I was going to say Ariana Grande is probably going to be really close. Yeah. She's she's going to be up there, too. I mean, like, a lot of the pop artists that have come out within the past 10 or 15 years are going to be pretty intense, especially if they're still popular. Why are they camping? You said they're intense. They're waiting for the new single to drop. What are you talking about? It's Camp Wanahakalugi. Anyway, carrying on, I believe this week with lyrics, John Boy. That's all so you, sir. I picked two songs. I picked uh, the classic single Stay So by Joja Cat. But we'll start with the first song, uh, Moo, with three O's and one exclamation point Moo. by Doja Cat. Uh, Moo was released originally as a music video on YouTube, where critics were praised it for its do-it-yourself DIY lo-fi style of music video. Uh, it is a very interesting and unique music video of where it has like a nice uh, hopping cheeseburger, um, some anime credit uh, fan service in the background, and uh, a lot of re- like repetition of her in a cow outfit and she's dancing and singing the lyrics of her song which are to summarize moo repeated uh and then bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow i'm not a cat i don't say meow <laughs> and that that's the beginning of it and it it sounds bad and it probably sounds even worse when I'm saying it, but it is a very catchy song. It's so wonderful when you say it, though, John. <laughs> I need a I need a John Coleman spoken word album. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, it, I'm a cow. <laughs> Moo, I'm a cow. You I'm need to cow. do it in your I'm best Shatner impression as well. Like, don't try to mimic his voice, but his pattern. You just need Bitch, to get that pattern. I'm a cow. Bitch, Ooh. I'm a cow. Got Ooh. milk? Why, Bitch. Why did you imagine beef? become Shatner? Got steak, hoe? Got cheese? Got it. Grade A, hoe. Not lean, not lean. Got me A1 sauce, please. These heifers... Hafers? I don't. I don't know how to say heifers. Heifers. These heifers got nothing Hefers. on me. It's uh. It it it's. Also, it, can, can, it can general... I? Yeah, we'll go. Can, go can ahead. I just throw something real quick in? Okay, so heifers, right? Heifer is a female cow. Okay, anybody who ever watched Rocco's Modern Life, heifer yeah. was a male cow, adopted to a family of wolves. Yes, but his name was Heifer. Yes. Do with that what you will. Dude, everything about that show is f***ed up. So don't, don't dive. We don't need to dive into Rocco's Modern Life. John, please continue. That'll be parlay cartoons. The song pretty much got created on Instagram Live, apparently, with her and 60 other people. And then they just kind of were inspired by her out, her 
cow outfit she was wearing, which you see in the video. Um, she said she wrote and recorded the song in under six hours and while in bed in her costume. And I'm then uh, what? Six, I'm amazed <laughs> what? it took six hours to record it. She, according she, to her, she completed the song and its video within twelve hours of one day. She she she's in bed in a cow costume. <laughs> Writing a song about I, I, being a cow. I what? can see her too. Doing this is a Renaissance lay, painting. Laying on her stomach, one hand on her one uh, her elbow on the bed, with her hand on her chin, just riding down, kicking her feet in the air, like, hmm, moo, bitch, I'm a cow. Yeah, that's that's great lyrics. I'm the next Lennon, or at least McCartney. Definitely not Ringo. Definitely not Harrison. She said she took a bed a green bedsheet that she had and then hung it on her bedroom wall to act as a green screen and then inserted gifs from google into photo booth i'm sorry john can you say that word again please gifs i hate you i thought you were talking about photo booth yeah so she inserted no. gifs from google into thank photo you. booth thank you it's either video or, for moot says the creator jay you can you can shut that down too it's it's <laughs> not a giraffic it's a graphic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, then and guess she, what? Uh, you can pronounce it either way. Chill out. So she uses the green bed sheet as a green screen from home and then uh, inserts french fries into her nose and eats various fast food items during it and wraps in front of the green screen and alternating between cartoonish gifts of food, farms, and bouncing anime breasts. Okay. Like I said, it's a renaissance painting. It really is. <laughs> You, you, you lay down in a cow costume, you write out some words about how you're a cow, and then you find a, a green bedsheet and just say, you know what, I'm going to take this hit of acid, and I'm going to put all of this stuff together and make a music video. You ever um, think... Are you, you going to cover her and PETA, Jay? No. No, oh, that okay. was, so I'll, I'll that was not one. one of the ones I was able to get to because there's a lot. Jay has a, uh, a dictionary of controversy. If you name a letter, he can look up something. It's an encyclopedia. So he, uh, PETA, responds to the song's music video with a parody of her video uh, told from the cow's perspective. But she is the cow. Why she does, repeated it. Why and does she PETA gotta move. go along and fuck up everything good? Doja Cat responded to the parody saying, PETA can't say f and they can suck it because I didn't actually hurt anybody. I didn't hurt no cows, dogs, cats, frogs, or f***ing ants. I'm not worth picking on. In addition, Doja Cat also responded to a negative criticism towards Moo, tweeting, I love that the majority of you guys are healthy and normal, and then all of you people who don't like Moo are taking their lives in a song. I wrote about cows all too seriously, losing hair over it. I like to disappoint woke hip hop people. Why a woke word? It's always woke. Yeah, we'll get to it in a I know. I know. But seriously, like, I mean, I get animal rights. I get, you know, not killing for sport and stuff like that. I can understand Absolutely. the I can understand the standpoint. Uh Total transparency. I still eat meat, but I don't go hunting. I I'm not a fan of that. It's just not me. Um, PETA kills more animals than they save, and people who stand up and do things for PETA, yeah, I'm sure they get paid buku bucks for that. Simultaneously, they're a company. 
there is so much bad with PETA that you can find by a quick five-minute Google search. So have fun, kids. Yeah, it only tastes good with a gyro anyway, you know, whenever you get the tzatziki sauce and the lamb in it. That's the only time PETA tastes good. All right, so I'm going to move on to Say So. Say So is a single off of the album Hot Pink by Doja Cat. Say So is written by Doja Cat and her manager Lydia, as well as Dr. Luke, uh, of which I'm going to call out Dr. Luke for the issues with Kesha, of which have been settled outside of court, so we're just going to move on. It's covered. It's covered. It was a very successful song. It has been nominated for numerous awards as a single, including MTV, Guinness World Records for first female rap duo to reach number one on the U.S. singles chart because she it was her in SZA in the Guinness World Book of World Records for 2021. Apparently, it was the first female rap duo to reach number one on the U.S. singles. That was uh, with Nicki Minaj. Was it with Nicki Minaj? I thought that was yeah, I, I mentioned it in the numbers. Maybe there's a remix with SZA instead of Nicki Minaj? You're a remix. Either way. Oh, that's another song. Never mind. You got me. So the song is pretty good. It's, uh... It, it's hard to really describe it really well so doja cat thinks about wanting her and her friend to stop beating around the bush and confess their love to each other i guess that's the summary of it um but a slight mix-up in the course of the song during its transcription on genius a small frenzy started on twitter with many fans thinking that doja cat was singing i got you hot and moaning this was later then cleared up after she corrected the lyric it's it's not a really catchy song it was I remember like 2021 when this came out like it was like 2020 and it was like literally all over the damn radios for forever like it was like every third song I mean it clearly with it being several times award certification for platinum so there's a a lot of controversy around the song especially with uh, Kesha's former manager and producer so there's actually a lot of controversy about the song say so also so I guess we'll let the good way to lead in, slide into Jay's DMs over there. All right, so controversies. So first we're going to start with Doja Cat's 2020 performance of the song Say So. It was at the MTV Europe Music Awards in 2020. Uh, it was criticized when some viewers noticed that the guitar solo in the performance was identical to one in a Plenty song from 2016, Handmade Cities. I kind of wanted to make sure we brought up Plenty at least once in this show because I know we never will again, but an amazing guitarist. If you've never listened to Plenty, he's absolutely just insanely good. Steve Vai said he was great. That tells you how good the guy is. Nice. So I listened to Handmade Cities and this version of Say So. Now, Anyone that it's it's not quite close to it. it. It's very similar, but anyone who listens to Plenty knows that there's a solo every 5.3 seconds in any of his songs, so the likelihood of something sounding the same is pretty high. Uh, the following month, Plenty reported that he received an apologetic message from Doja Cat through social media. I will say though, it is 100% worth checking out her performance at the MTV Europe Music Awards. That song got turned into a rock song and it sounds so good so good now this is where we get into a little more deeper stuff yay i don't want to completely go 
to bat for her and defend her for everything she did. A lot of the stuff that she has done has been very stupid. But a lot of this can just kind of partly be explained by her being younger at the time, smoking snoop levels of weed constantly, (laughs) and being a child of the internet. So first we're going to touch on is her 2015 tweet where she used the homophobic homophobic we're not talking furbies <laughs> oh my gosh we're gonna la, touch la, on la, her la. 2015 tweet where she used the homophobic slur the the f word where oh. i don't like using this one. bundle of sticks gotcha yes a bundle of sticks or as the brits like to call it a cigarette right um she used this word in a tweet when describing rappers tyler the creator and earl sweatshirt from the group odd future Initially, she defended herself online, saying, quote, I called a couple of people, F-words, when I was in high school in 2015. Does this mean I don't deserve support? I've said the F-word roughly like 15,000 times in my life. Does saying the F-word mean you hate gay people? I don't think I hate gay people. Gay is okay. That's a direct quote. She later issued a series of apologies online for derogatory words and deleted the previous tweets. Quote, I've used horrible, derogatory, and hateful words towards people out of ignorance. I just want you guys to know that you're incredibly special and I hold you dearly to my heart. I'm sorry for anyone I've offended or hurt deeply. You are all worth love and support. I, I, I'm gonna... My, my comment on the entire thing is just reflecting back to our Limp Biscuit episode with our buddy Alex from Rehasher. When we spoke of Fred Durst using similar language, look at the time period that that occurred. That was late 90s. This yeah, was hurt. 2015. Yeah. As less than 10 years ago. But if you also look at the the rap community in general, and and there's still a, there was a lot of usage of it even up and up to that point too. So That's I mean, fair. even even Tyler the Creator had used a lot of that word in a lot of his raps earlier on. Right. I mean, in terms of Fred, we can say it's a sign of the times, and he's obviously turned himself around since then. Good on him. Uh, she obviously is, you know, seen her mistakes and issued an apology at the same time. I'm like, I can't blame that on a sign of the times. No, no. I, I can't say like, oh, high school. No, no, no. At that time, there were glad clubs in high schools. Like that? No, I can't. It just, that's messed up. Well, the next one we're going to talk about, John touched on just a little bit and we previously talked about in another episode so guess what people if you didn't know doja cat is signed to a record deal with none other than kimasabi records and dr luke we've already covered that asshat in the kesha episode not only was doja signed at the age of 17 which Dr. Luke's history, that's kind of creepy. It's Jeffrey Epstein levels of creepy. Well, we don't want to go there. Um, He was on the plane. She was signed in 2013, less than a year before the allegations from Kesha originally came out. But she's still on the label currently. 
um, after all the allegations and uh, Sony and RCA Records both distancing themselves from Dr. Luke, she's still tied to the record label. Uh, 2020, her single Say So uh, got him specifically a Grammy nomination and three more nominations the year after in 2021 for the Planet Her album. So her using him having him around whether it be remote or whatever it's still getting him fame celeb accolades all this he's still getting accredited bingo so in a 2021 rolling stone interview she said quote there's he's credited for where i'm like hmm i don't know i don't know if you did anything on that point is he's gotten some credit for and you know it's whatever i don't think i need to work with him again i don't think i need to work with him in the future i know that i think it was definitely nice of me to work with him after initially questioning dr luke's creative contributions rolling stone reported that doja sent a follow-up email to the writer of the article um, through her rep which said quote she may have said something that someone could interpret as me saying that he had taken credit on things he didn't deserve to. I just want to be clear that I have no first-hand knowledge of that being the case, and I don't want to participate in the rumor mill. The credits on my music are accurate, and I don't want to imply anything else. I will give her credit. Even though her last album was released on Kimosabi Records, the Good Doctor was not on any of the credits for her last album, Scarlet. Okay. Oh, okay. But she did sample Ric Flair in the intro to the song. Oh, movie. hell yeah. <laughs> so she really hasn't come that far. So she's a woo and moo girl. <laughs> yeah, but considering his recent allegations yeah, there's his recent ones are you talking well, about the, the ones that have 50 year history of him touche um i will say though there was another luke on that album uncle luke from two live crew her song ouchie sampled the two live crew song come on written by uncle luke so at least we have one good luke in here that's debatable <laughs> but two live crews at least <laughs> fun because of how stupid and ridiculous all at least music it's is. better <laughs> yeah okay i'll go with that all right so now we're gonna get a little deeper into stuff so this has to deal with her allegation or allegations against her of being a satanist and part of the illuminati oh yeah it's fun people are so crazy in 2023 2024 <sighs> So after releasing her 2023 album, Scarlet, she adopted a darker aesthetic and appearance, which she described as, quote, punk, experimental, and manic, to go along with the harder sounds from the album. It was a predominantly rap-based album, too. Some fans seemed to think that these changes were demonic and accused her of being a Satanist and also a member of the Illuminati. I don't remember admitting her. Oh no, well, into the Illuminati <laughs> or the Satanist? Because you got one, uh, I got the other. Well, I, it just depends on when when the bill is. <laughs> Are we members of both? But technically, everybody's Illuminati, so I mean, yeah, but I, I don't remember uh, having her put the hand over the, the Bible of Satan, so no. 
I I, don't, Wait, I can't say I support if that. We're, if we're part of the Illuminati, why is Parley Radio not like on a bigger platform yet? Oh, um, well, we have why to pay dues first. Why can't we get ACAST wait, sponsors? Wait, wait, Illuminati. I'm sorry. I thought you said Scientology. My bad. Oh, oh, no. They disavowed us a long time ago. <laughs> I'm Ooh. still waiting for a lawyer's contact. <laughs> Maybe we don't want to get on with ACAST or one of these larger platforms for that reason. <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect. Oh, so, um, Doja showed up in 2023 at the and i'm going to try and pronounce this the shia shia pirelli's couture show jesus okay. christ uh in paris she was covered in thirty thousand swarovski crystals with oh, her entire yeah. head arms and chest covered oh i remember that yep they were red all over the look was said to be inspired by canto number one of dante's inferno the epic poem she initially shaved her hair and eyebrows and then got a number of tattoos, including a creature from Fortunio Lissetti's Demonstris, which was from the 1600s, on her arm, a scythe surrounding her ear, and a skeleton of a bat on her back, which she claimed to symbolize a new beginning. At times, she also wore red contact lenses and blood-like makeup. Uh, she used similar imagery in the music video for the singles Attention and Paint the Town Red, the latter of which depicted um, occult-like paintings of Doja Cat herself. She even released a single from the album called Demon with a really, really creepy-ass video with Christina Ricci in it that has a huge amount of demonic imagery in it. She tweeted in February 2023 saying that she enjoyed, quote, playing with people's ignorance and stupidity for her own happiness and personal gain. Then in 20 or April, 2023, uh, addressed her fans on Instagram saying, quote, your fear is not my problem. I got a lot of respect for her saying that. It's like Lil Nas X levels of trolling people. I love it. Oh, we get even further into the trolling. We're going to have a little talk about that for too long. So the Illuminati rumor, uh, she tweeted in February 2023, this Illuminati is so funny to me. Uh, she immediately doubled down on her behavior, proclaiming that she's, quote, going to keep doing deliberate weird ass just to make those people uncomfortable. I for real found a new outlet of joy. <laughs> um, she is currently selling Scarlet tour merch with the word Illuminati on it. And the Illuminati is spelt L-I, or I'm sorry, I-L-L-U-M-I-N-A-U-G-H-T-Y. So it's Illuminati. Oh, you spell really good. So that she's also good. a moo girl. One thing that got brought up to her was people likening her shaving her head to Britney Spears' 2007 mental health scare. Uh, Doja responded saying, quote, it's so incredibly disrespectful for people to be minimizing what Britney went through and made a joke out of something that was very serious and a big deal in her life. Every time I see a comment like that, I can't compute what's happening other than it's just an awful thing. I mean, as far as mental health is concerned, you know, we empathize with anybody who's going through a crisis or anything like that. We always Absolutely. suggest therapy, things like that. Simultaneously, you do have two bald guys on this show. 
one who regularly shaves his head. So it's... I don't shave my head. What's under the hat, Jay? Here! hat. Oh. Oh. That's, that's, Why do you I was, think I was hoping hat. for a second it's hat. <laughs> <laughs> Another, it's a hat on a hat. Like a yarmulke or something underneath that. Oh, I'd love to have a yarmulke. You know, you know what you need? You need one of those little beanie hats that has the propellers on it. <laughs> well, it's a Jaguar's hat, so it's close enough. You do seem to fly away with your wishes every season. All right, so she also tweeted at one point, quote, Planet Her and Hot Pink were cash grabs and y'all fell for it. Now I can go disappear somewhere and touch grass with my loved ones on an island while y'all weep for mediocre pop. Touch grass is the weirdest euphemism I think I've heard lately. I kind of like it, though. It's like, you know, hey, go outside and touch grass. Quit being a keyboard warrior. Even though most people are usually doing it from their phones. Yeah. Well, it, it's a keyboard. It's just a virtual one on a touchscreen. That's all. I mean, maybe you could touch grass with your feet while outside while tweeting your craziness about people shaving their head. That's another thing, too. And I've noticed this a lot on social media lately, especially on TikTok. People are slamming bald guys. Like, why? What did I do? I don't know what if I did anything. I mean, other than being a Satanist and in the Illuminati, apparently, but, you know, just Hell what did yeah. I do? Oh, the you know what expressions expressed by Parlay Radio are not real. You know what you did, Devin? You brought onto the world this hellish podcast. I did. Simultaneously, though, it's like, look, my 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 for you page is is a lot of very random things. I keep getting very strange songs that I need to send you guys because <laughs> I just follow a lot of musicians. But like, I get a lot of you know pro-feminism stuff, pro-LGBTQIA plus community things because I'm an advocate and I'm a supporter of, of both. And sometimes you get a video and somebody will comment something and it's a question. I mean, you still get trolls, but it's a question that pops up on there that people are legitimately asking because it sounds like they just don't know. And then they start getting slammed and the comment that I see constantly is like, it's always a bald guy. I'm like, what the did I do <laughs> you know and it's not my comment but simultaneously I'm like why 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 what what what's going on up here that that there's a problem like what what are we doing I am balding therefore I shave my head because it's easier maintenance <laughs> I mean it's it's bad enough that bald guys have pretty much gotten lumped in with uh, neo-nazis which we're gonna touch on later on Jesus Christ oh yeah <laughs> So the Mark, next hit one, us with it. dating Jay Cyrus. So I didn't have a lot of time to really cover this because there's a lot of other stuff that's going on here. And Doja is very private about her personal life, but she was rumored recently to be dating comedian and Twitch streamer Jay Cyrus, who currently has allegations of manipulation and emotional abuse towards female members of his Twitch moderator team not the best of looks with everything else that we're about to touch okay. so the next thing we're gonna cover is where starts hitting the fan this is when we talk about racism claims and for everybody at home Devin just took his headphones out and popped it back in to hear the words racism claims go on 
and he's muted too. You you are one hundred percent correct. I was kicking my cat out and also closing the door because uh, I was hearing noises and I didn't want the microphone to pick it up. I tried to time that perfectly too to where you I, can do that. I'm proud of you. So the song didn't do nothing, and that is D I N D U space N U F F I N. Didn't do nothing. 2015, it was uh, released on SoundCloud by uh, by Doja. The term didn't do nothing. It's a pejorative term used in reference to black victims of police brutality. It usually references claims of innocence made by family members and friends by using a shortening of didn't do nothing, which is meant to mock African-American vernacular English. The phrase originated on 4chan of all wonderful places on the politically incorrect message boards in 2014, where it was used to make fun of defenders of Michael Brown, an unarmed African-American man who was fatally shot by police in Ferguson, Missouri. Since then, it has become almost commonly associated with people in the alt-right, them using it to uh, discuss various uh, various people who have been dealing with police brutality in the african-american community okay many believed that when this song was released it was written about sandra bland she was a black woman who allegedly and i use quotes on top of that committed suicide while in police custody after a traffic stop after a traffic stop turned to potential police brutality charges and arrest Doja clarified in an Instagram live that she had learned the what the term was the day of writing the song after others had used it against her in chat rooms. While many social media users openly decried the use of this phrase on social media, Doja herself stated it in a since-deleted Instagram post that her intention behind using it was to flip its meaning, but that it nonetheless was a, quote, bad decision to use it in a song. She removed it from her SoundCloud. She described Didn't Do Nothing as lyrically lost and, quote, maybe the worst song in the entire world. But insist, but she did insist it was, quote, in zero ways connected to police brutality or Sandra Bland. To see a song I made connected to an innocent black woman's death is one of the most awful rumors that I've ever encountered in 2023 this is something a little separate doja posted a selfie of her wearing a t-shirt that features alt-right comedian sam hyde on instagram now for those of you who aren't aware who sam hyde is youtuber all around kind of alt-right zany nut hidden under a lot of comedy kind of stuff big old right yeah got it but since 2015, Hyde has frequently misreported as the perpetrator of numerous mass shootings and terrorist attacks by internet trolls on websites such as 4chan and Twitter. The hoaxes, which typically include photos of Hyde brandishing a semi-automatic weapon where he looks like your average school shooter, not gonna lie, and with a slightly altered, altered name, reappear every so often on social media. And it's popped up so many times that the New York Times has actually characterized Sam Hyde is the shooter as an identifiable meme. 
Uh, the picture garnered widespread online backlash of her wearing the shirt. She later deleted the photo and reposted a different selfie with Hyde's image edited out of the frame. Tiny chat. I don't know if you guys know what that is. I didn't until I today. I have no idea. So tiny chat is kind of like what Russian or what a um, chat roulette used to be back in the day, except okay. it was a giant chat room with about 12 people randomly thrown into one chat room together, video and everything, and they can discuss whatever they want. Well, there was a video that came out. They didn't give a time where the, the video was actually filmed, but it was released around 2015 or 2016 of Doja Cat in this chat room using the n-word right with a hard r not usually the most appeasing word to the ears uh, she was also recorded making sexual comments to men who were reportedly members of the alt-right slash incel community i'm sorry the word incel always cracks me up because i'm just like <laughs> losers voluntarily celibate voluntarily celibate meaning could not cannot has no game yeah just decided to say screw it and tiny wieners yes tiny wieners um, is the new indie band everybody should listen to oh heck yeah let's do it but there's no incels in the band they're actually decent i don't know if they're an actual band but i'm sure there is a band out there called tiny wieners Devin, if there's not tiny wieners is you and i's new side project if you are a member of the band tiny wieners contact us we want you on the show yeah, we'll have Tiny Wieners on the show. Jay, you're already on here. <laughs> you were waiting for it, so yeah. So I watched this video, and she said it once. Just once, from all the video that I had seen. Um, she kind of looked out of it while she was on the video. Like I said, she smoked a lot of weed. But it does look kind of like she would get on these chats and just say anything to get a rise out of people just to entertain herself when she was stoned. Um, a fellow Tiny Chat user tweeted in 2015, quote, Not once have I ever heard Doja say anything racist, even before she blew up. I've heard her make troll-ass comments, which none have been racist. Sounds about right for her. It's kind of on brand. She's very trollish. Uh, she wrote on Instagram, quote, I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have been on some of those chat room sites, but I personally have never been involved in any racist conversation. I'm sorry to everyone I offended. Uh, in a later Instagram video, she also said, quote, I love the color of my skin. I think I'm beautiful. She's had a lot of people that have said she's very, uh, she's self-hating black woman. She doesn't like the fact of her black side. Um, I think one of them was uh, said that she had been quoted and I was never able to see any kind of quote behind it where it actually came from, but that she was quoted saying um, she was at least lucky that she was light skinned and was thick. That was her whole thing. She, other than that, she was racist. But I, again, I don't see anything at all that shows that she is or is not. One instance of that single word being used in one video out of God knows how many hours that she was online. So there's no telling. But 
this brings us to a wonderful time. This is the second episode of this season where we get to have another rant, rant with, with Jay. Jay. Oh boy, here we go. That means I have to find background music for this. <laughs> All right, so Doja identifies as a black woman. Her mother is of Jewish ancestry. She is okay. very open and sexually suggestive in her songs. She is many things those tiny wienered alt-right incel putzes are completely against because they have no friends, no lives, micro penises, and take part in way too many tiki torch white hood filled protests. I promise you, the liberals aren't out to shut down everything that is Caucasian. Some of us are Caucasian ourselves. Oh my. What we understand though, is that there is a very large percentage of people of various groups that have been screwed over by a very oppressive system that was created and continued mostly by white folk. No one's gonna take your gerbs or your wives or your single wives. You know what? Single wives aren't bad. We're gonna take those back. So you bastards don't get those anymore. We're taking all of your single wives, you pricks. No more single wide trailers. Want to keep hating people because the color of their skin or because their ancestors were born in a different part of the world or because they believe in a mythical overlord that you don't believe in or because you're more worried about what's in between someone's legs than the size of your ridiculously miniature manhood or because they love whoever the fuck they want to? Then come on down to Big J's size 15 up your ass emporium and I'll make sure you get a taste of my pumas. You can right off and get these hands if you want you Nazi sympathizing cucks. Well, all right then. Beauty. <sighs> all right. Do you feel better? I do. That's uh, good. And I will throw this out there into the world. See a Nazi, punch a Nazi. Yep. Captain America good. would want it. By the way, um, just to conclude today on a, on a couple things. Uh, first off, there is a, you have more? I have a little bit more. Oh, dear God. <laughs> this is where it gets a little better. Talking about going to some of these, at the time, she left them unnamed sites. In an interview with Paper Magazine in 2019, Doja said, quote, People would pick on me and use horrible, horrible language. Just the worst. And I didn't understand why people were so crazy on there. She said that she would remain in the chat rooms and joined on, um, joined in with her own quote, offensive jokes, despite the horrible language. Um, in a previous Instagram post, or in the previous Instagram video that I had talked about, she also said, quote, to all of my young fans and people who look up to me, my behavior isn't always something that needs to be followed. I'm not perfect, but at the end of the day, I shouldn't be doing dumb this girl is a lightning rod for fucking controversies. <laughs> she is the ultimate troll to her fans and haters, and whether you love it or hate it, she does whatever she wants, and you gotta give her credit for that. But the one last thing that I need to throw in here, and this might be the best thing that I think I've read about her. In June 2020, Doja Cat donated $100,000 to the Justice for Breonna Taylor Fund in support of Taylor's family. So... I give her all the credit in the world for that because that is something that happened in a town that I spent 10 years of my life in, in Louisville. And um, it's a terrible, terrible thing that, that had to happen. And the fact that she would donate that much money just shows she does have a heart. 
that's it. That's oh, yeah. That's a good, it's a nice positive cap. I like that. Um, I uh, have a correction to make. Uh, top streaming artist of all time is not Taylor Swift. It is, in fact, Drake. Drake is number one. Bad Bunny, number two. Swift is number three. The Weeknd is right behind Swift. The Weeknd uh, has the highest single, though. Yes. Uh, Doja is actually number 51. So she's a bit down. But still, I mean, top 100 is amazing. So, correction there. Uh, additionally, there is a band called the tiny wiener band and they're dachshunds and there are videos all on youtube of dachshund dogs <laughs> playing instruments so i hope everybody looks that up and has an enjoyable time watching uh wiener dogs playing instruments i'm now gonna go and teach my wiener dog how to play an instrument so that way he can go and join that band yes yes the tiny wiener solo project <laughs> um i can't even that is ridiculous to, ridiculous to the episode off <laughs> uh there's a comment that i mentioned in our chat um yasin bay formerly known as most deaf recently had an interview where they were discussing drake the top streaming artist of all time and he was asked if he considers drake hip-hop he said it's enjoyable music but he regards it as music that's played in target Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, and it's just like, you know, you're shopping and you're like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. I should get these cleaning supplies you used to call here. call me on my <laughs> cell phone. So it got me thinking a little bit and I'm actually just going to read off some names from this list. And I want you guys to tell me if it's more of a target audience or if it's a Walmart audience. Oh, Can okay, we throw a Myers option in for our Midwest folks? Myers is acceptable. I will. I will all take right. that. All right. That's like so, the midway between the two. All right. So he already labeled Drake. So I'm gonna skip down a little bit. Justin Bieber. Walmart. I don't know. That's kind of Target. Now it could be depends on could it depends on what, what era. era. Early yeah, what era? early Bieber is Target. Newer Bieber is definitely Walmart. All right. All right. Um. I don't expect to hear him in any of these stores, but if you had to pick one, Eminem. Walmart. Walmart. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I would expect to hear him in Walmart. <laughs> I think I have heard him in Walmart. Travis Scott. Uh, I'm going to go with Target. I'm going to go with Myers. I'm going to go with Circle K. <laughs> that's a convenient store to you folks that yeah. aren't aware of it yeah um let's just skip down a little bit further j cole oh enough of j cole but i'd probably say target i would say early j cole you're gonna be at walmart but the new j cole is definitely gonna be a target kind of like weekend would be the same thing kind of like early weekend with walmart and late weekend is gonna be like a sunday evening weekend you know that's that's definitely gonna be target so i i, I mean I think eventually we should call this retail or grocery and that's where i think we need to go with it is retail store or grocery store so that way we can say you know walmart target myers etc but um, j cole went double platinum with no features so like you really gotta yeah. respect him 
I, I mean, I respect the guy. It's not like I have anything against the music, and it's still the same thing that you see and said about Drake. Is like it's enjoyable music. Mm -hmm. It's just it's not hip hop, and I agree with that because hip hop is the brutality of life that is exhibited in areas that are you know I dare say like poor, have a lot of problems with gangs, things like that. You listen I mean, to any that's... early Most Def albums, they're they're amazing. I just ordered Black Star. Um, on vinyl and i'm so stoked about that i just think hip-hop was just a different era like that 90 early 90s mid 90s kind of like lifestyle is where the hip-hop kind of like after that is where it kind of stopped when they started going more like pop flashy and hey we're making millions and billions of dollars i'd probably put like cash money millionaires is the reason it kind of went from hip-hop to more just rap yeah, it. I, I think the one of the big dilemmas in hip hop in general, to me, is that when I grew up listening to hip hop, which is weird for me to say, but the hip hop that I grew up listening to, I should say, more focused on the struggles of everyday life that people go through. Yeah. And I listen to it now, and it's just it's people doing SoundCloud stuff and they're just trying to repeat the same things over and make it sound like it's a catchy song and it's just trying to be pop it's not trying to be hip-hop but the thing is there's still struggles like why can't that be the focus because i think there are people that are extremely talented that are out there that have the capability of writing a great hip-hop song and instead it they repeat gucci gang a million times in a song and then get arrested I, I hate to say it, I think it's just conducive of the entire music industry and how everything's just become TikTok fodder. Yeah. It has to be catchy, it has to be quick, and it has to be 15 seconds or less. And you don't get, like, yeah. those deep-driven, hard-hitting, you know, Nas-style hits that are just gonna, you know, continually matter to this day. You're not gonna get that on TikTok anymore. Yeah, and it, it defeats the purpose of the artist a lot of times because there's no legacy. And yep. that's that sucks. I mean, congratulations to Drake for getting all the streams that he has and his success and all that, but simultaneously in 10 years, it's not going to matter. I'll always Facts. remember him as Jimmy from Degrassi in the wheelchair. Yep. And on that note, we're going to say goodbye to Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, say Jimmy. goodbye to everybody else. Bye, everybody so, else. On behalf of the Parlay crew, Jay John and myself, I've already said great day, so I'm going to say good night. Parlay Radio is a journalistic educational commentary podcast hosted by Jay Bain, John Coleman, and Devin Hughes. On the mention of bands and materials used, we are protected by fair use in copyright as we provide criticism and commentary through satirical means. We don't own the rights to any bands or stories mentioned, but we do have the rights to offer criticism and commentary. Incidental music is provided by Cloudkicker and Creative Commons tracks in the public domain. If you have a band or suggestion for the show, you can find us on Facebook at Parlay Radio, on Instagram at Parlay Radio Podcast, or on TikTok at Parlay Radio. You may also email us at parlayradio at gmail.com. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our show if you enjoy what you hear. Thanks for listening.